This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Biden administration wants to see if there's a happy medium when it comes to facial recognition. There are new standards for applicants looking to join the Foreign Service. Meanwhile, the Space Force is ready to dish out the bonuses for certain tech workers. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Can the government safely and equitably use facial recognition for identity proofing? That's the question the General Services Administration's Technology Transformation Service is asking. In a new request for information, TTS is seeking a vendor to conduct an equity study to gather data through primary research to determine if identity verification capabilities, including facial verification, meet equity standards across various demographics. GSA will publish this peer-reviewed study in 2023, which will assist it to make better informed decisions regarding identity verification capabilities. Responses to the RFI are due May 2nd. GSA's new one-stop shop for customer agencies is open for business. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has those details. Buy.gsa.gov is the General Services Administration's latest attempt to make federal procurement easier. GSA launched the new site as part of its summer 2022 update to its federal marketplace strategy. The Federal Acquisition Service says it's a plain-language, multifunctional website built using human-centered design. The website's goal, GSA says, is to address pain points in the acquisition process, like market research, pricing determinations, and contract templates. Agencies, vendors, and GSA helped with the development of this new portal. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Small Business Administration embarks on another version of small business size standards. More on that from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. In a new proposed rule, SBA names nine sectors for the revisions. The agency just this month made final new size limits for small manufacturing businesses in 16 other sectors. The new rule would let mid-sized businesses with 150 employees or more get back to small status in mining, utilities, transportation and warehousing, and professional and scientific services, among others. Comments are due June 27th. SBA says it wants to keep the 500-employee rule for distributors and retail businesses. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. Some services for Thrift Savings Plan participants will become temporarily unavailable next month. It's part of the final stages to roll out the Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board's Converge program. The new system will provide TSP participants with a mobile app as well as enhance investment security. FRTIB announced that between May 26th and the first week of June, participants will not be able to change their investment choices. The options will open back up after Converge goes live in June. The Justice and Labor Departments will team up to help incarcerated individuals develop job skills. The agencies will invest $145 million between fiscal 2022 and 2023 for that effort. Additionally, the Veterans Affairs Department is supporting incarcerated individuals by automating information sharing among the Social Security Administration and the Bureau of Prisons. Through that collaboration, VA hopes to more quickly restore benefits to previously incarcerated veterans. These efforts are part of the White House's goal to expand opportunities for formerly incarcerated Americans. The State Department is making the first big change in decades in how it screens foreign service applicants. The agency says it will no longer use foreign service officer test scores as the sole criteria for who moves on to the next steps of the selection process. The agency will now also consider an applicant's education, experience, and personal narratives in addition to the test scores. 
The agency says this change will start for applicants taking the test this June and will provide a more holistic view of candidates. State says this is the most significant change to its Foreign Service selection process since 1930. The Space Force is looking for tech-savvy people, and it's willing to pay to find them. The new service says it will offer $12,000 to $20,000 bonuses next year for recruits with certain technological certifications. The service will grow by about 200 Guardians in 2023. It joins the other military branches in offering new bonuses as they compete for talent in a constrained labor market. A key Pentagon AI initiative is on the move. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports from this week's GeoInt conference in Denver. The National Geospatial Intelligence Agency is preparing to take over Project MAVEN. The program has been run out of the Office of the Secretary of Defense since 2017. It's focused on developing artificial intelligence and machine learning software to analyze images and videos taken by unmanned aerial vehicles and satellites. Mark Munsell, NGA's Deputy Director for Data and Digital Innovation, says NGA is the right place for the AI initiative. It made a lot of sense to take what they've learned, take the infrastructure that they've built and the experience they've learned from the companies and find a a genuine home for it, if you will. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The National Reconnaissance Office is moving forward with its commercial outreach efforts. This summer, the NRO will ask for proposals from satellite companies that track radio frequency data. The agency will release the solicitation through the Commercial Strategic Enhancements Broad Agency Announcement. The BAA process allows the NRO to more quickly award study contracts to commercial firms. The agency has already used that process to award contracts to five commercial satellite radar companies. A high-ranking Air Force general is being punished for abusive sexual contact. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni has more. Air Force Major General William Cooley is convicted of forcibly kissing a civilian woman after being court-martialed. He's the first general in Air Force history to be brought up on charges. Cooley will forfeit five months of pay, nearing $55,000. The incident happened between the general and his sister-in-law after a cookout in New Mexico. Cooley faced a maximum sentence of dismissal from office, seven years of confinement, and forfeiture of all pay and allowances. He's currently the special assistant for digital transportation at Air Force Materiel Command. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. And House lawmakers are telling the Veterans Affairs Department to pause the rollout of its new electronic health record. Here's Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. VA officials tell lawmakers that the VA Medical Center in Walla Walla, Washington, experienced EHR outages Monday and Tuesday this week. In light of these and other recent outages, Patrick Sargent, Senior Vice President and General Manager for Cerner Government Services, says the company is considering a technical review of the EHR to ensure the system is stable and reliable for future rollouts. We need to do likely an independent look at our system. Top members of the House VA Subcommittee on Technology Modernization say the agency should put future go-lives on hold until these issues are resolved. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White.
reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. 